Hey, magandang umaga sa mga champions. Welcome to SFCC live stream this morning. Ako ay nasa Texas pa, USA. So I'll be sharing the word of God with you from inside the car. Now, have you ever felt discouraged? Yan ang papag-usapan natin ngayon. And I don't mean disappointed lang. I, I mean discouraged, like as if the courage in you was taken out. Ang definition ng discourage is when you're deprived of courage or hope or confidence. If you want to know what it's like to be discouraged, listen to these symptoms and see if you can relate. It's when you feel disheartened, as if you lose heart. And one way to say it, kawala ng pag-asa, wala ng gana, and you no longer have enthusiasm to do something. It's when you lose confidence, you mentally fatigue and can't concentrate. You make unwise decisions. It hinders your effectiveness. You're discouraged when you start to lose focus, vision, purpose. You don't feel worth much. You can't see what's most important in life. You might feel frustrated, worried, or easily become angry and negative. It's when you are emotionally down and it can lead to depression and you drag other people down with you. The worst is when you drift away from the Lord. And there are many causes of discouragement. Usually someone you cannot please feels like you can't do anything right. Or nakaka-discourage kapag may criticism or embarrassment, or abuse from others. You feel a lack of appreciation. Walang nag-recognize sa'yo. Uh, you feel unworthy, unforgiven, unaccepted. Maaring you're trapped, you're stuck in habits na sinful, what we call strongholds. Or it could also be financial fears, financial problems and fear of the future. Well, I want to share with you what I believe would be three things you can do to beat discouragement and be encouraged again in the Lord. Number one is to care for your health. Care for your health. I mean body and soul. Physical and emotional exhaustion, okay, at fatigue, is one of the biggest causes of discouragement. And we need to be recharged, realigned. Uh, you know, you have a gadget. We need to recharge our device. In the, the Old Testament, there was the prophet Elijah. And Elijah got really discouraged. And he he had a big victory and then big lang may threat sa buhay niya. And he ran alone into the desert. But God supernaturally gave him food and water and rest. Pinatulog siya. So... Tulog si Elijah, then he woke up, at biglang nakaroon siya ng food from, from an angel, from, you know, God worked a miracle. And so he ate the food, went back to sleep, woke up, ate some more food again, went back to sleep again, and God was putting courage back into him by recharging his health. And God did not really speak to him and give him the next mission, the next assignment, until he was already refreshed. 
there are two basic needs for good health. Masabi natin na the air and water, you know, hangin, too big. And I think breathing is a very important part of good health. So I, I like to do the breathing box four. Box four is where you inhale, now four counts, hold it, four counts, exhale, one, two, three, four, and then hold it, one, two, three, four, and then repeat. And just do a breathing exercise. Get the oxygen into your body. That can help bring you back to health. And then also water, washing your hands, sanitize, be, be sanitary, you know, so take a breath of fresh air and take a bath with clean water. And the next essential for health is to eat and sleep. Eating healthy foods, lots of fluids, drink a lot of water, water therapy. Ako mismo, I'm trying to eat healthy foods. Hindi kagaya nung bata pa ako na anything goes, ice cream all the time, or we would just eat because it tastes good. As you age, as you get more mature, you, you start to have self-discipline, hopefully. And I don't just eat everything just because it tastes good. And then also sleep. Sleep is healthy. It can reset the body, heal the body. Sleep is a gift from God. When you sleep, a part of you shuts down. You're not dead, but you are out of control. You're not the one driving anymore for those hours. And so sleeping is when you're not a human doing something. You're just a human being there and resting. And Jesus emphasized rest. In Luke chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, vast crowds were coming to hear him preach and to be healed. And But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Mark 6:31 Jesus said to among the disciples now let's go off by ourselves to a quiet place and rest sleep rest napakahalaga sa kanya there were so many people coming to Jesus his apostles and him they didn't even have time to eat and so air and water sleep and eating but it's not just physical these relate to what we need for our soul to be healthy Psalms 23 verse Two and three, David said, he restores my soul. God wants you to be encouraged mentally, emotionally, by the air and the water, which I believe relates to the Holy Spirit and the water of God's word. Ephesians chapter five, verse 25 and 26, Christ loved the church and gave up his life for her to make her holy, cleansing her by washing with water through the word, salita ng Diyos, nakaka-refresh, nakaka-encourage, nakaka-brainwash, wash our brains. And then eating and sleeping, you know, relates to the daily diet and you trusting God in his grace and not in your works. We need a daily diet of spiritual food, para sa soul natin, sa spirit, that is healthy. You know, we get the phone and do all this browsing and sa Facebook, social media, internet, ang daming negative. Makikita mo mga tao na arguing and fighting and the politics and all the negative news about bagyo, fire. Uh, it, it can really discourage you 
if your daily diet is filled with social media, filled with news and bad news and people arguing and crime. And we need to have a healthy soul diet, eating the word of God, scrolling through the scriptures, praying in the Holy Spirit and resting in the finished work of Jesus Christ, not just sleeping physically, but resting. Like Jesus said, uh, come to me, all who are who labor and are heavy laden, I'll give you rest. You, you can be resting knowing that you're approved by God, not working, trying to be approved by God. John chapter 15, verse 5, Jesus said, whoever abides in me and I abide in him, he's the one that will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. So I say rest in the finished work of Jesus on the cross. So we're going to care for our health, care for your health by air and water, breathing and receiving the word of God, eating the spiritual food, not healthy, and sleeping physically, but also resting spiritually instead of working for your salvation. You're resting in what Jesus has done for you. And the second uh, thing to do is to communicate with God. Uh, I cannot emphasize this enough. We get discouraged when we cut communication with God. So talk to God. Cry out to God. God wants you to talk to him. Yes, he already knows what you would say, but he wants to hear from you, Naren. Psalms chapter 61 verse 2 says, I cry to you for help when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the towering rock of safety. You know, madalas, our heart feels overwhelmed, feels so overwhelmingly discouraged. But that's the time you run to God, cry out to him, run into his promises, his character. His name, Proverbs 18, verse 10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous man runs into it. He turns into that righteous name of God. Psalms chapter 34, verse 17 to 19. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. Listen, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions, the discouragements of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. And one of God's promises is that when you pray, humble yourself and pray, I will hear from heaven. I will forgive your sins and heal your land. God hears the cries of his children. In Exodus he heard the cries of the Israelites. And the Bible says, when he heard their prayers, he heard them crying out. He remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If In the new covenants, it's even better that he hears you when you're hurting, when you're discouraged. And he remembers his covenant with his one and only son, Jesus Christ. If you think God 
can't hear me when I pray. Hey, don't worry. Because Jesus is ever interceding. He is our great high priest. Lagging pray. Yes, Jesus is praying for you. And he wants to pray through you. So talk to God. Just talk to him. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And next thing is to listen to God, not just talk to God, but he also wants to talk to you. He wants to talk to you and he wants you to listen when he talks to you. God has some wisdom for you. instructions. He has solutions to your issues if you just listen. Romans chapter 10, verse 17 says, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. You got to hear the word of Christ and it will develop our faith and strengthen our faith and put courage back in. Luke chapter 11, verse 28, Jesus said, but even more blessed are those who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Alam ko, sa experience ko, ang buhay at ang mga decisions ko ay pumalpak. Kapag hindi ako nakinig sa Diyos. Lalo na pag discourage ka at no one is encouraging you. That's especially when you need to listen to God. Remember in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30, David was really d- discouraged. The Bible says he was greatly distressed and wept until he had no more power to weep. and cried until wala nang tears. And then... It says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. He encouraged himself. Now, previously, David made some really bad decisions. He, he sinned. He messed up. He was not seeking God. And he had some consequences. But now, in this time of discouragement, David decides to seek God. And he didn't say, bring me a sword. Bring me my armor. He said, bring me the ephod. That was the, a certain kind of cloak. And basically it means I need to ask God about it. Bring me that thing so I can go into the secret place and listen to God. I need to get instructions from him. I need to get encouragement from him. So when you're discouraged, care for yourself. You know, Breathing spiritual air and, and drinking the water of God's word. Let his word wash over you, but also sleeping and resting and and diet. But also the next thing is to talk to God, communicate with God, listen to God. And the third thing is to connect to God's family. I mean, we got to get the right friends, God-given connections to keep us from getting discouraged. Or when you're discouraged, you just sometimes want to withdraw go away and hide. But it's that isolation. Isolation is not good. It's like putting gasoline on discouragement. Loneliness is the feeling of being neglected or alone in your struggles. It was like Judas when Satan lied to him after his betrayal. Siguro ang sinasabi ni Satan sa kanya is, you're the only disciple that betrayed Jesus. You can never be forgiven. Jesus hates you now. And it's kind of like in Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 27 to 28, 
Moses was describing the discouraged Israelites. And he said, you complained in your tents and said, the Lord must hate us. And that's why he brought us here from Egypt to hand us over to the Amorites to be slaughtered. Our brothers have discouraged our hearts. It's like saying, I was demoralized. Another version says, they made us melt with fear. And it was not, in that day, it was not the children of Israel encouraging each other, but these spies who checked out the land were discouraging everyone. And when you are around people who discourage you, it just gets worse. So you've got to connect with the family of God, connect with his church, so that you can be around people who speak life to you, who put faith and courage in you, people who lift you up and point you back to the Lord. The Apostle Paul knew that he needed a connection with his church family. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 12 and 13, it said that he had, Paul had a great opportunity, the Unsa Troas, the city of Troas, but because his co-worker Titus wasn't there, hindi natuloy. It said there in, in that verse that I went to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ and found that the Lord had opened a door for me, but I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went on. Imagine, this was the Lord who opened the door of opportunity. But Paul needed the encouragement and the teamwork of his Christian brother. He needed that to keep him from getting discouraged. If Pagmaksusolo si Paul, he knew it was not enough to keep him encouraged. And friends, maaring na nanonood ka sa live stream ng church, and maybe you listen to worship songs on the YouTube, but it is not enough to prevent discouragement if you just watch Bible things on TV or on the YouTube or on the live stream. If you just watch and view on Sunday, but you self-quarantine the rest of the week, you, you cut yourself off, disconnect from the church family, it will not be enough. Discouragement will creep in. You've got to be connected with others. You've got to be in a fellowship with the body of Christ. We need God-given connections to help with our God-given assignments. Did you know that trees have roots that connect with each other underground and form a support system? And that network is where each one brings something, uh, an ingredient to help the tree. And it may be one root brings the water and another brings the nutrients and the sunlight. And no single root string has it all. But together they grow and thrive and survive even storms. And it's like the body of Christ. Paul says in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 15 to 16, Speaking the truth in love, we will grow up in every way to be more like Christ, growing in every way more and more like Christ, the head of his body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly 
as each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Now, if a lion plans to catch a sheep, he picks the one on the outer edges. And that is so typical of the devil. He's looking for someone na hindi sa kalagitna ng fellowship. First Peter chapter 5 says that the, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Whom he can devour. Who can the devil devour? Can he devour you? He will devour the isolated one. The disconnected one from the flock. Do you have a connection in your cell group? Do you have regular prayer time with other brothers and sisters communicating openly sa kanila? If you're not in a cell group, if you're not communicating with the family of God, I hate to tell you this, but you are an easy target for Satan's discouragement. And if I were you, I would make two solid decisions, advanced decisions. The first one is make a decision to commit. So being more, I'm involved in this church family. Ako'y isang member ng body ni Cristo. And I'll never break fellowship. I'll never quit. I'll never give up on my spiritual family. Kahit na discourage ako, kahit Masaktan man ako, hindi ko maintindihan, hindi ko nakikipag-agree sa kanila. I will commit. And you make that as a decision in advance. It's like you being like a tree growing down roots deep. Being more and more established, more and more planted. And the second decision that you should make is to contribute. Commit and contribute. Contribute is, yes, financial. I'll give a percentage-based tithe. Hindi lang yung ano-ano, hindi lang yung once in a while, but regular, from every income, I will give a percentage-based tithe and a weekly offering. Friends, that's really the best way to establish root-level connection to the family and to implant your heart into the house. It'll give you a sense of ownership. So you will not feel like a customer at church. You will not feel like a tourist. You'll be like a host. You'll be like an, an owner. And so number one is take care of your health, the body and the soul. Number two, communicate with God. Talk to God. Listen to God. And number three, connect with the family of God. Commit and contribute. I suggest that you just keep looking forward to Jesus and not back on self. I mean, every time you feel discouraged, get the focus off yourself and on to Jesus. Magnify God. You know what a magnifying glass does? It makes what you're looking at bigger. So look at God and he will be magnified. Not your problems, not your circumstances, not your emotions, but God be magnified in your life. 
First Thessalonians chapter four, verse 16 to 18 says, I, I love this because it's talking about the end times. Some people feel discouraged or afraid pag pinugusapan natin about sa end times, sa end of the world. No, it's a good news. Listen, when the master comes, it says when he comes again to get us, he'll come down from heaven and the dead in Christ, kung sino namatay na nauna sa atin, they will go first. And then the rest of us who are still alive at the time will be caught up with them in the clouds to meet the master. Oh, we'll be walking on air. And then there will be one huge family reunion with the master. And here's what he says. So reassure one another with these words or with this news. And the news is Jesus is coming back. He's going to not abandon us as orphans. Look over in John chapter 14, verse 1. He says, don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust in me. I'm going to prepare a place for you. I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Let me encourage you with good news that Jesus is not going to ever leave you. In fact, they ask him, show us the way to where you're going. And Jesus said, no, no, no. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life you need. And no one comes to the Father except through me. So the good news of Jesus is the sure way to beat discouragement. Take care of your body and soul. Yes, care for your health. Yes, communicate with God. That will develop the relationship, which will push out any discouragement. And then connect with God's family. Connect with your cell group. Jesus is coming again. Be encouraged about that. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He's the life. He's our salvation, our hope. You don't ever have a time na masasabi mo, I'm so discouraged. Wala na kong pagasa. You always have hope because Jesus is our anchor of hope. So come to Him. And if you're not yet in Christ, kung hindi ka pa nakatanggap kay Jesus, this is the time. Wag sayangin ang buhay mo. It's just discouraging without Jesus. But with Christ, I can do all things through Him who strengthens me. Who The, the literal meaning there is who infuses his strength, his courage in me. And in Christ, his courage becomes your courage. Thank you for sharing the ways to overcome discouragement, Pastor. Indeed, it is very important to care for our health, especially to our body and our soul. Ganon din sa pakikipag-communicate kay God by talking and listening to Him. A while ago, while Pastor Tim is sharing points, I remember myself running to God, crying out to Him whenever I feel discouraged. And I tell you, this is the most effective and safest way to overcome that feeling of discouragement. Next to, next to God is our family. It can be your biological family or your church family. Nakaka-bless because I have both. I can run to them anytime, ganun din sa cell group. 
where we can edify and encourage one another. Sharing your struggles will help you unload the burden you feel inside. Isolation is never the answer. So it is very important na you make a commitment in advance that no matter what, you will never turn away from the family that God gave you. And to contribute, okay? Contribute, bakit tayo magbibigay? Why give? Because sabi sa Bible, where your treasure is, there your heart is. It gives us the sense of ownership. Now you can say that, this is my house, this is my church, this is my family. When you are not yet connected to God's family, you need to connect first through Jesus Christ. Remember, sabi sa John 14, 6, that Jesus is the only way. So if you want that connection, repeat this prayer after me. Jesus, salamat sa buhay na iyong binigay. Inaamin ko na ako'y nagkasala laban sa iyo. And mula ngayon, nagdidesisyon ako na ikaw na ang maghari at manguna. Tinatanggap kita bilang aking Diyos at tagapagligtas. In your name we pray. Amen.